Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Beyond the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emily Moss, your friendly neighborhood apologist. Going to be responding today to a uh, an inquiry that came to me that I just simply cannot ignore. So I will be dealing with uh, not only biblical issues, but social issues as well. So hold on to your seats. As we begin uh, to explore uh, the social issue of today, which is racism, prejudice, and Black Lives Matter on the Bible Talk program. Call a neighbor, call a friend, number to call, area code 866-423-9578. This whole uh, program started with me getting a question that came from uh, someone, and uh, the question reads like this. This is how the question reads. Hello, I have a question. There is a white woman, and that's what I'm just stating what the person said. There is a white woman who claims your church does not support Black Lives Matter. Is this true? And the person put down that they support Black Lives Matter, right? Once again, hello, I have a question. This is directed to me now. There is a white woman who claims your church does not support Black Lives Matter. Is this true? And I support it. Well, okay, I've got to answer that question. It's right there. And that's what I have an answer for us. Uh, no, no problem at all. When it comes down to uh, uh, Black, Lives, Black Lives Matter, uh, I must say this, uh, that definitely I have no trouble with the term. In other words, the Black Lives Matter, yes, I support the fact that Black Lives Matter. But Black Lives Matter for one reason and one reason only. The only reason that Black Lives Matter at all is because Black Lives Matter to God, right? Black lives, black lives Matter because all lives matter to God. That's right. Uh, so if all lives matter to God, that is what makes Black Lives Matter. My position is a biblical one, not a political one. Right? So it's not wrong to say, in fact, I have no trouble, no trouble at all. Having a sign that says on one side, Black Lives Matters, 
because on the other side, it'll say all lives matter to God. That's where I'm at. No problem with it at all. My position is a biblical position. And you know that God's position is that all lives matter. Of course, that includes blacks. It includes everybody. Okay? And so, uh, so I have no problem supporting that. There might be some other tenets of the movement that I don't support, okay? But definitely, uh, I do believe that black lives matter just like all other lives. Now, remember, the name of this program is Bible Talk. I always come from a biblical position. And so my biblical position is found in the Bible, okay? Here, first in Genesis chapter 6, in verse 11, there, the earth was messing up. And this was everyone who was on the earth at that time, except for Noah and his family, right? says in Genesis chapter 6, verse 11, the earth was also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. That means folks were killing each other, okay? It says, and God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, the end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. All right. Because violence was so rampant, okay? Human beings were killing human beings like crazy, okay? Uh, And other sins as well, all right? So God had to bring his judgment. But of course, Noah and his family were saved, right? Uh, It says in Genesis chapter 9, verse 1, and God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And gave them all those instructions. Then, to stop all of this bloodletting that was going on, because a lot of it was, he says in verse 4, now this is in Genesis 9 and 4, here's what matters to God. Genesis 9 and uh, 4, the flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, you shall not eat, first of all, don't eat blood. Then verse 5, and surely your blood of your lives will I require at the hand of every beast will I require it. At the hand of man, at the hand of every man's brother, will I require the life of man. And here is where we see capital punishment coming into play. God is the one who told men to exercise human government where they stopped the violent killing of each other. This is in Genesis chapter 9, verse 6, where it says, Whosoever sheds man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God may he man. Notice, it didn't say in the image of God may he the black man or the white man or the yellow man. No. Whosoever sheds man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God may he man. God's position is that all lives matter. So then you ask, well, do black lives matter? Of course they do. If all lives matter, then black lives matter, Indian lives matter. Chinese lives matter, uh, Japanese lives matter, okay? You name it, okay? Human beings matter. That's the key thing, okay? Uh, but, so I have no trouble with the Black Lives Matter movement, but if someone tells me something is wrong with me saying all lives matter, uh, in conjunction with that, I would have to tell them to take that up with God. All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, uh, you can call. You might have to wait a little while because I've got some other things I want to check. You can say Black Lives Matter all day, and it, definitely they do, okay? 
as long as you know that all lives matter, and also you know this, that we are all made of one God, of one blood. God does not see, uh, uh, you know, differences in us as human beings. Why? Acts chapter 17, verse 26. Okay? Very clear. Acts chapter 17, verse 26. This is the Bible. Okay? Uh, uh, and so that's what it's all about. Okay? I put Bible above politics, always. It says here in Acts chapter 17, verse 26, and hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell, uh, has made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. So as far as God is concerned, we're all one blood. In other words, we're all one people, okay? The divisions that we have come up with, okay? Uh, the, in fact, we should, we should uh, applaud and, and, just, uh, and just be pleased with uh, the variety of the ways humans look different languages. That's a wonderful thing. But it does not bypass the fact that as far as God is concerned, we are all one blood. We are human beings. And James chapter 3, verse 9, very clear also, where it says, Therewith, bless we God, even the Father. Now, look at this. Okay? Therewith, bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men which were made after the similitude, or the similitude means image, the similitude of God. So if I read that again, James 3 and 9, therewith, bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse men which are made after the image of God. Okay? So the worst thing you can do is to curse God's image, and all human beings are made in the image of God. So definitely, black lives matter, but you can't stop there. I'm sorry, you just can't. All lives matter to God. Definitely so. So that is my position. And so I support any group that uh, is opposed to unity of man and realizes that no human being should be stereotyped because of their race, their nationality, their language, or the color of their skin, right? So, uh, so we've got to be clear about that. got to be clear. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Now, I want to say this. To the Black Lives Matter organization, okay, uh, I will give them this, that uh, they also recognize uh, seemingly, a, a large uh, to a large extent, what I've said, because here's their statement. It comes from their uh, from their regulations on how to on joining their organization. This is the statement that they made. We said, and that's from the Black Lives Matter group. Black Lives Matter. We never said only Black Lives Matter. We know all lives matter. Okay, good. And they know just what I know. But what I know comes from the Bible. We know that all lives matter. We need your help with Black Lives Matter, where Black lives are in danger. All right, well, and that's true. Black lives are in danger. But listen, there's a lot of different lives that are in danger, okay? All lives, basically, are in danger on this earth. There's always one group against another group. I mean, that's just the way it is. Even if we look at at history, and that's why I'm not too much of a, I'm not a good political animal. Because I don't take sides, Democrat or Republican. I'm more of an independent kind of thinker. And so I deal with issues and how they impact the Bible, right? That's fine, okay? Um, because when we look at it, 
You talk about Black Lives Matter. Well, Jewish lives should matter also. Yeah, Jewish lives. Okay, uh, six million Jews killed in Nazi Germany. Six million. Okay, and some Jews today still suffering from that. And many of them in the Middle East are being attacked by Muslim terrorists who are shooting missiles in uh, at their cities. So yeah, Jewish lives should matter too. Six million killed in Nazi Germany. All right. Um, so, and then we have people like uh, uh, the preacher, we should say, Al Sharpton, who called the Jews diamond merchants. Wait a minute. He called the Jews diamond merchants, and he said that in a, in a category, okay? Uh, isn't that kind of like a racial slur? Oh, but no, that's okay. No, it's not okay. All racism, all racism is bad. And then, what about someone who doesn't get a lot of attention, Louis Farrakhan, who is over the nation of Islam, which, by the way, no way you can get around it, is a black racist organization. You know what he calls Jews? He said he doesn't call them Semites. He calls them termites. Yeah. Okay. And that's not all that he said concerning them. So I just want you to know that, you know, racism, uh, uh, it comes in all shades and colors. And, and all racism is bad to God, and we need to fight against all of it. Okay? Indians, Indians' lives matter, right? Remember Indians? Okay, uh, their land was taken away from them. Okay, uh, what about Japanese? Japanese lives matter. Remember World War II? Japanese Americans, Japanese Americans. Okay, they were American citizens were put in internment camps during the war. Okay, taken away from their families. Their families busted up and everything. Because of their, because they were Japanese. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we've got to realize that Black Lives Matter, but all lives matter, and that is the unfortunate thing that we see in our society, where we're not inclusive enough with this definition. Women's lives matter. Okay. Uh, sexism still holds a lot of women back from having the opportunities that they ought to have. Okay. So I have no trouble at all with Black Lives Matter. No one needs to tell me that uh, that that just if, we, if we're just limiting it to black lives, we're not doing good enough. Cause God, to God, all lives matter. And no problem. As I told you, one sign it says black lives matter. The other one says all lives matter. And then I wonder, I wonder, with all of this talk about about lives mattering, right? Okay, and black lives mattering. What about the fact? that between October 2019 and January 2020, 345,672 babies were aborted. Yeah, unnecessarily, okay? Wow. What about babies' lives? Now, all this protest, Black Lives Matter, this, that, that, what about babies' lives matter? And I guarantee you, okay, I guarantee you, if I was in a group, and I had a sign, okay, which said on one side, Black Lives Matter, and on the others, Babies Lives Matter. They wouldn't let me participate. I don't think they would, right? I just got to realize, okay, that um, uh, we've got to be very careful that whatever we do represents fully what the Bible says, okay? and not get locked down in a group that would cause us to believe something or say something that uh, may not be necessarily, let us say, pleasing to God, all right?
So, uh, we, so yeah, I have no trouble with the statement Black Lives Matter. I support them in some of the things that they do, but there's some things that I don't necessarily support them in. Uh, they say that there are four transgender brothers and sisters uh, to participate. Uh, they believe in queer uh, affirmation, which and that's their language, and not me. I'm not. That's what they say on the website. In other words, homosexual affirmation. And I'm going to say clearly that I don't believe at all in affirming someone in their homosexual lifestyle. I don't. I'm not against them. Don't hate them. It's just something that I can't rally behind, let us say. And so um, uh, definitely, uh, I am at a church where if a person, strictly biblical, if you are practicing homosexual, understand, all the people in any church, including the strictly biblical, uh, uh, are born again. That means we, we are new creatures in Christ, all right? We're saved, and we want to do the things that God commands. But definitely, we don't allow people who are living together to join. They can come to the church, but they shouldn't be joining the church living in sin. Nor can they be homosexual and join the church as a homosexual. Now, understand, we have people, and probably people like this in any church, and we've had some strictly came out of the lifestyle. You know, welcome to join. But we can't say, definitely we cannot say, uh, that we affirm homosexuality. Um, the Bible doesn't affirm everything that man does. And it doesn't matter whether you call it prejudice, bias, or not. Sin is something, and the practice of sin is something that God uh, kind of uh, doesn't like. Don't you call? Then code 866-423-9578. Code 866 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. So that's the uh, question that this person asked. Hopefully, I answered it uh, to the best of my ability. My position that always comes from the Bible, okay? not politics, to God, all lies that. And I'm listening, and now the other thing to know I don't talk about it much, but I was a race relations instructor in the Air Force for 23 years. So I know a little bit about this subject. And I watched a uh, news podcast today. There's some. This is Pastor Emory Moss Jr., your friendly neighborhood apologist. Join me each and every weekday from 6 to 7 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. We discuss all things biblical and give you challenges to test your biblical knowledge. Don't forget, we have Open Air Monday, which is always open for your Bible questions and Relationship Wednesday. That's Bible Talk, weekdays at 6 p.m., right here on Faith Talk 1500. The following is a true story. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. I called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. If we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or we'll give your money back. That's what makes us different. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-515-1771. That's 800-515-1771. 800-515-1771. 
Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Chris McCourt and Chris Salem surround the digital marketing solution that keeps growing by leaps and bounds. The reason? Strategies. Everybody out there has all the digital advertising products your business wants, but the strategies you need, well, as a small business owner, you're on your own. Enter Salem Surround. We're more than products. We design a comprehensive digital strategy with the components you can't find anywhere else, branded audio. How about we target your best customers with proven digital tactics, lead them down the customer journey, and introduce them to you. Tell your story. Sell your product with branded audio. You're tired of digital products being pitched at you. It's time for our one-stop digital marketing partner. Let's talk about your strategy today. Go to SalemSurroundDetroit.com. That's SalemSurroundDetroit.com. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley. Our security in doing anything that God has called us to do is not in our energy, not in our power, but in the supernatural power, in the might, the strength, the endowment of God upon your life to do whatever he's called you to do. Hear the series Complete in Christ, a study of Colossians, this week on In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley. Listen to In Touch, weekday afternoons at 1230. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emily Moss, unusual program, taking kind of a spiritual, but also a social direction, uh, dealing with Black Lives Matter, and uh, dealing with prejudice, racism, and discrimination, uh, and uh, pointing out that uh, basically nothing is wrong with the term uh, Black Lives Matter, as, all that, as long as you know that to God, all lives matter. And because all gods matter, then we can logically deduce that black lives matter also, but so do all other human lives. So we need to re- realize this and not let uh, your politics put you in a corner. Uh, and in terms of it, we need to point out something that the Bible talks about. The Bible has a lot to say even about racism and prejudice. Uh, some very uh, clear things uh, to say, especially, and in fact, isn't it amazing? What is amazing to me is a book that's as ancient as the Bible is more updated on dealing with this issue than we are today. I mean, uh, really, uh, the, the Bible already comes against racism very strongly, even in the Old Testament, right? Uh, in First uh, Samuel, for instance, and in chapter 16, verse 7, 1 Samuel 16 and 7, uh, remember, where they were looking for uh, 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 a king okay, for, the, for the nation, and uh, Jesse's sons, they went through them one by one, and uh, David, 
uh, finally they had to call him because they didn't want to, you know, bring him out. But uh, when he came out, this is what it says in First Samuel 16 and verse 6. First Samuel 16 and 6. And it came to pass when they were come that he looked on Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. They went through uh, all these signs, and none of them were uh, uh, Samuel said, None of them are the one that's going to be the king. Verse 7, but the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance, don't look on the outside or on the height of the stature, because I have refused him. Then, here is the big statement for all races, whether you're black, white, Asian, whatever, here's what God says, I have refused him, for the Lord sees not as man. How does man see? That's the question to ask, okay? God says, because I have refused him. For the Lord sees not as man sees, for man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Notice, I have refused him. For the Lord sees not as man sees, for man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. There you go. So you should not be concerned. (laughs) Based upon what the Bible says, about how a person looks on the outside. But you need to be concerned about it's how they are on the inside, okay? The kind of person they are, okay? Whether they are loving. These kinds of things. The Bible is ahead of us once again. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. If you're on the air, we'll talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now, if there's any of you who want to call now, you can call that number. Anything that you want to talk about on this subject, I'll be glad to talk to you about it. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Just responding to a question that someone asked me, which was, uh, whether or not I supported the black uh, uh, the black uh, rise movement to a degree, uh, definitely anything that legitimately is anti prejudice and anti racism, I don't have a problem with it. But we've got to be careful. Okay, uh, if you want someone who insists that all I say is that black lives matter, you're in trouble. Because I know that all lives matter because that's what God said. Okay, and so definitely, if I'm wrong about that. I'd like for somebody to call and tell me. Okay? The Bible is very clear. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Beyond the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If there's anyone who'd like to call and make a comment on this particular subject, you can give me a call right now. I'd be glad to talk to you. A unique issue. But I'm showing how clearly the Bible is against the whole notion of uh, racism, prejudice, those kinds of things. Uh, And more of this needs to be uh, uh, brought out uh, from the Bible in sermons and things of that nature. Uh, And and we need to realize that uh, there are people who stand in pulpits and actually, uh, you know, they teach racist things. Uh, And the Bible is against racism very clearly in a number of places within the text of the Bible itself. Uh, another place is in First John, and in chapter 4, uh, verse 20. That First John, chapter 4, verse 19 to 21, where it says, We love him because he first loved us. 
If a man say, I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar. Look at this. If a man say, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he that loves not his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? Verse 21, and this commandment we have we from him, that he who loves God loves his brother also. Okay? So there's no way you can say, I love God, who you haven't seen, and then hate your brother. He made black, brown, yellow, red. What are you doing? That's what the Bible says. So Christianity and the Bible are anti-racist groups, and all humanity matters to God. That's where I am on this particular subject. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Marshall, and go to the phone lines. You're on the air. Hello. 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 Oh, hi, Pastor. Can you hear me? Yes, is this Angela? Yes, this is she. I'm glad to talk about the topic. Okay. It's got three things I want to say if I can. Well, I listened to a radio show last night called the Ben Shapiro Show. Shapiro, he comes on Saturday night on um, AM on um, 760. Well, he was saying, he played the clip from um, Nicole um, Hannah-Jones. She's the editor for the New York Times. And she said something that was interesting. She said destroying, she's a black woman. She said destroying property is not violent. So burn down stores and all that stuff is not violent. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what does the Bible say yeah, about that? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the most re- that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. That destroying mm-hmm. property isn't violent. Goodness gracious! Now, definitely, nothing is wrong with peaceful protesting, right? But the idea right. that nothing is violent here are people, and, and listen, uh, these people are from all groups. You got black people who have businesses. Asian people who have businesses. And so you're telling me that to attack their business where they're feeding their family and raising their kids, you can do that, and that's not violent? Are you kidding me? And then, uh, exactly. I think you might know about, there was a, a black police officer, guy 62 years old, was killed mm-hmm. protecting property. He didn't get a lot of play, but he should have, because, I mean, I come on. That, that doesn't true, make though. I beg your pardon? They call his killer. He's a young guy, too. I think he was in his ni- he's 19 or early 20s. Yeah, the one um, who did it. There's been police officers shot who are uh, protecting property. Now, definitely, we need to realize we need also to stop stereotyping police. Just because they are rogue police officers and some of them are bad, let us not condemn the whole police department. What's wrong with us? Okay? There are good policemen who give their lives for people. I've known them. Okay? Uh, definitely. So, but that's that's how we think. It's uh, it's am- amazing how quickly uh, we can jump to prejudice. Definitely, those who do outrageous things need to be brought to justice. No doubt about it. But now you see people condemning the whole police department and even saying that it's all right for uh, it's not violence for someone to break into your your house, your home, your business. Right. No, that doesn't make a bit of sense. Yeah, it's, it doesn't. That's wrong to do. Let's tie into something else. Um, it kind of it ties in. Whoopi Goldberg made a statement, um, I think it was last year or earlier this year before the virus, just on the view. Let's talk about the Ten Commandments. I guess the question was, is the Ten Commandments outdated? You know, 
so people feel that way, then people gonna feel that the Ten Commandments are outdated, you know, then it's okay to be violent and not have rules or laws. That's why they won't get rid of the cops, I guess. Do you think the Ten Commandments are, is outdated? Does not kill and all that stuff and fair false witness and and do people feel that well, way? I would you say think? this. Hmm? Well, I would say this. If someone says that, now there's a way that they can be right. And that is that the New Testament has fulfilled the Old. Now, that we know, that uh, the New Testament fulfills the Old Testament. So now we're under the law of Christ rather than under the law of Moses. Someone could say that, and that wouldn't be uh, wrong to say. However, we need to say that with accurate hermeneutical interpretation. Because what happens is, uh, just because we're in the New Testament doesn't mean that uh, we're not under law. We are under law now, except that we're under the law of Christ, right? And um, mm-hmm. what Jesus said is this. Jesus said in John chapter 14 and verse 14 and 15, and this is from Jesus. He says, if, if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Then verse 15, John 14, 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. So, hey, just because we're not under the law of Christ, does not mean we're not under commandments anymore. Yeah, we're under the commandments of Jesus Christ now, okay? Uh, Jesus says again in verse 21, Angela, and this is 14, John 14, 21, he that hath my commandments and keeps them, he it is that loves me, and he that loves me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Okay? So clearly, people need to know, no, you're not under the law of Moses, you're under the law of Christ, okay? The law of Christ, which in some cases uh, it gets a little deeper than what Moses talked about. Okay, so and all you got to do to find out uh, where, where, where Jesus, uh, his laws contain the things he wants us to do and not to do, uh, in the uh, Beatitudes over in uh, Matthew, where this is down very clear uh, concerning um, starting in Matthew chapter five. You just read that, and you'll see that uh, everything that Moses talked about except the uh, dietary laws, was repeated and actually raised to a higher level. Okay? So, no, we're under the law of Christ. So, would be uh, not the best biblical interpreter, let us say. If you can start yeah. from Matthew um, uh, chapter 4 and 5, and you can see where Jesus elaborates on what we should be doing and the Beatitudes. All right. Okay. Well, one more thing. Uh, it's a black actor. He's gay. Uh, you can Google him. It's, his name is Billy Porter. He wears dresses and stuff. He was saying that um, he made a comment on the Instagram on Twitter that um, black people are like white supremacists to gays to the homosexual community. Community. You, you believe he's he's right? I guess he's upset because we don't agree with the lifestyle. So he called us black supremacists. Uh, he's a he's a black gay actor. I'm not even holding him. Billy Porter. Yeah, I have heard of him. So, so in other words, you say this guy is calling us black supremacists because we oppose homosexuality? Yeah, we are, we are just like white supremacists, just like them. Mm-hmm. Oh, if we're, in other words, if we're against homosexuality, then we're supremacists. Right. You can Google it, too. He did. You can Google it to find out more information. Yeah, his name is well, Billy Porter. Well, the problem is we need to recognize it, that, you know, we didn't come up with this on our own. We're going for what the Bible says. And it always bothers mm-hmm. me, Angela, when people blame me for something that God is the one who said it. Okay? And they want to come, and then they think that I'm dumb enough just to let them say it and not realize that what they're coming against is not me. I didn't write it. The Bible does. The Bible condemns homosexuality. 
There is absolutely no doubt about it, no way rocks. But they never want to say that. And so those of us who follow the Lord, what else can we help but to do but to uh, follow the Bible and what the Bible says? You don't have any other choice. So well, he doesn't believe in God, I don't believe. That, that becomes a problem. He probably doesn't. Uh, but even if he did, yeah. he'd have to recognize that the real attack he should launch should be against God and his word, not against us, because all we're doing is just, you know, going by what the Bible uh, tells us. And in Leviticus chapter 18, it's clear, no way around it, but it says in Leviticus 18:22, Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is abomination. That's God, okay? Uh, that is condemned. Sex outside of marriage is condemned. Bestiality is condemned as well. So I'm sorry. You blame us. Don't blame us. Uh, I blame the Bible. Okay? You didn't come up with it. Okay. One more thing before I go. It's a topic for your sure. uh, for your your callers. Do you believe that? Uh, that's the main thing now. People saying if a black, if a white person don't say or, or a different color don't say black lives matter. Do you believe they're racist? They don't they don't say it or think it. I guess. If they don't say Black Lives Matter, they're a racist. Do you believe that's what no. people are trying to say nowadays? Mm-hmm. No, I don't believe that. No, I don't believe that at all. You don't have to say it. Uh, as long as you uh, believe that all human life is precious and, mm-hmm. you know, you believe that human life matters, whether you say specifically Black Lives Matter, uh, uh, that's not what it's all about. But it's true that Black Lives do matter, but the bottom line is the only reason they matter is because all lives matter. God is the one who instituted it in Genesis chapter 9, the death penalty for anyone who murdered a person that took human life. That uh, was given as a part of a, um, a man's rule under God. Okay? Uh, so, uh, no, whether they make the statement, in fact, some of the people who support Black Lives Matter are prejudiced people. Okay? Uh, you have uh, Al Sharpton, right, who called right. Uh, Jews jewel merchants. He stereotyped the whole group of them. Jews, nothing but a bunch of jewel merchants, okay? But he gets away with it, okay? But that's a racist statement. You had Louis Farrakhan, who said, uh, well, I'm not against Semites. I'm against termites. He was calling them termites, calling the Jews termites. And also, Louis Farrakhan said that Hitler is a great man. Can you imagine someone who kills six million people, a great man? Okay? Well, listen, Angela, you can hang on if you want to a little bit. We've got to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun. Sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. A priority for the abortion industry and their allies is to increase access to chemical pill abortion. More access increases the financial bottom line. The main thing standing in their way is the protective guidelines put in place by the FDA regarding this dangerous abortion pill. So... The ACLU is suing to eliminate these protections. Chemical abortion isn't nearly as safe, private, and painless as the abortion industry claims. Women who use chemical abortion are four times more likely to need emergency medical treatment than those who use surgical abortion. 
Visit lifeissues.org and click on the microphone icon to hear first-hand accounts of women who use this chemical coat hanger. The abortion industry is throwing women's safety to the wind. Follow us on Twitter at Life Issues USA and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. Parents don't want perfect children. They want real, authentic children. So when a child makes a mistake, even when it comes to prayer, don't stumble. When your child makes a mistake, offer grace. Dr. David Ireland shares a humorous example on Focus on the Family Minute. In our children's church, before the class starts, the teacher would invariably ask the children to pray. And I remember one of the teachers told me that in this five-year-old class, they asked uh, little Jimmy to pray, and he deepened his voice before he prayed, like a baritone voice, and he's five, <laughs> he's five years old. <laughs> Somehow he thinks the prayer requires that. And, and, and then afterwards, Sally prayed, and when Sally prayed, she said, God, and she sp- prayed specifically, God, bless my mom and meet her needs, and then bless Elmo and Big Bird. And so <laughs> right. She wanted to Sesame characters. And I think God has enough wisdom to be able to bifurcate the childishness of children, but yet also accept their prayers. God can hear even silliness in prayer. More from Dr. Ireland at FamilyMinute.org. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Well, Angie, I'm going to have to let you go. we got some other folks on the uh, line, but thanks for calling. Okay. Okay, thanks. All right. Thank you. All right, we've got another caller on the line. Uh, uh, caller? Denise, how you doing? Uh, hi, Pastor Moss. Thank you so much. Um I have uh, three comments, I guess. The first one is I so appreciate your your show tonight, the, the way you broke down what God says about blacks and whites, that we're all one color. You you did a great job, and I hope that people heard you and are, and, and are taking that in because what I find uh, that and I'm, I'm really surprised that there are a lot of Christians that I know who are prejudiced, and, and I don't I don't understand that. How can yeah, it's ungodly to be prejudiced. You're, you're exactly right. I, I I don't and they don't they don't see it. <laughs> they don't see that they're being uh-huh. prejudiced. Um, yeah, well, so well, they are. A, and they are. Yeah, you're and, exactly right. Okay. And, yeah, and and the other point I wanted to make was we never hear the major uh, news outlets talk about black-on-black crime, but as soon as uh-huh. a person of another race kills someone black, then it becomes racism, and I don't I don't get that. I I'm completely confused about that. We have more deaths, and I don't have numbers with me right now, but uh-huh. we have more deaths. 
from from people of our own race killing one another, and we we don't get outraged about that the way to, that we're getting outraged today. And I've never seen that sort of outrage against our own people. So well, those, I'm, those I'm with were you. My two I, comments. I, well, I understand, I, and there's some good comments that you made. Uh, and there's a lot of hypocrisy out there. Really, it is. Uh, and people need to realize uh, racism, the definition of racism is any act, attitude, or institutional structure that subordinates a person because of his race, ethnic group, age, national origin, or sex. So uh, so uh, people of any background can be racist. They're black racists, white racists, all kinds of racists. Uh, and it's something that I don't care who you say does more or less, but God is going to take all of us to task for sin. And racism is a sin. Um, um, uh, no one, minority should not be using slurs against majority group members, and majority group members shouldn't be using slurs against them. I mean, you're right, Denise. I thank you for calling. And thank you again. All right. Thank you, my dear. Uh, our next caller, who do we have? Pastor Gordon. I got a fi- Gordon, how you doing? Hey, good. How are you, sir? Real good, real good. Now, I'll tell you what, Gordon, I think we're going to have to take a break, and I'm trying to see if I can get this tech to let us take a break so I can end out the program talking to you. Is that okay, Marcus? All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. How is it that what we used to call the liberal-leaning media have turned so decisively even further to the left? The Wall Street Journal recently published an important piece from Van Gordon Sauter, a former president of CBS News. The headline captures his point perfectly. The liberal-leaning media has passed its tipping point. He begins with an anecdote of his lunch 35 years ago with Jean Kirkpatrick, the foreign policy advisor to President Reagan, who was lamenting what she called the liberal-leaning media. Van Gordon Sauter then said that it was only a liberal tilt and could be corrected. You don't understand, said Jean Kirkpatrick. It's too late. Today, Sauter, one of the most prestigious of names in journalism, says Kirkpatrick was prophetic. His concern is that at some point the American people either will or have figured out that the elites of mainstream media don't much like them and don't much like their understanding of their country. ADF, fighting for those whose liberties are being violated. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you. So grateful they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. Mike guarantees they will be the most comfortable sheets you've ever owned. The first night you sleep on a Giza Dream Sheet, you may never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free. Call 800-919-5912. That's 800-919-5912. 
or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news. In addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500, you can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. All right, everyone, we're back, and we've got Chaplain Gordon on the line. How are you doing, Chaplain? Hey, Pastor, always good to talk to you. Well, good to talk to you. How do you feel about all this? Uh, my heart is just aching for my fellow police officers. You know, I did. Uh, I retired one year ago today, uh-huh. and I did uh, 26 and a half years enforcing the law and uh, was called a racist many, 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 many times, too many to count. Um, obviously, with no validity behind it whatsoever. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't uh, and I wouldn't be friends for 20 years and me working for you for 18 years if I was a racist. But, uh, <laughs> no, that's right. We, yeah. But the problem is the media and social media are doing a full court press to make it appear like racism is just not only rampant in this country, but within police departments. And, and you're exactly right. The They're trying to paint it to make it look as if all police officers are racist. Right. And if the truth be told, if you look at it without taking what the media has to say, it is extremely rare for police officers to illegitimately shoot black people. And I say illegitimately. There's times where, unfortunately, we do have to shoot people. Um, thank God I never had to in my career. Um, but it happens. But that doesn't make it racism. You are, as a black man, you are 18 times more likely to be shot by another black man than you are a police officer. It is extremely rare. And if you look at the, the George Floyd incident, I don't know a single officer that went, well, you know, we need to wait for more information to come out. No, every, and I know thousands of police officers. Every single one of us was like, this is ridiculous what this officer did. It is horrible what he did. It is evil what he did. We're right there with you, and yet we're being called racist. And now what you have happening is a lot of politicians are saying, well, we need to change policies and procedures. No, we don't. The policies and procedures are there. I guarantee you that officer, the former officer, and his three friends were fired for violating policy. And now they're in jail, as they should be. And they'll be tried, as they should be. And that justice will be served. So it's not like they're just, police are going out haphazardly shooting people that don't deserve it and nothing happens to them. No, 
we everybody saw this happen and it went just as it should other than the killing they got fired they're in jail i tell you what i agree with you and one of the most absurd things i've heard is talking about defunding the police departments (laughs) and that is a that's actually a platform of the black lives matter movement which is you know one of the many reasons i don't support them at all is because that that would just be pure anarchy if you got rid of police people just have no idea what it is we keep them safe from on a day-to-day basis and you know it's it's funny you see uh back when uh um the six police officers yeah six dallas police officers were killed by that uh by a crazy black man um the people, they were at a protest, protesting police officers. And as soon as the gunshots started going off, they ran right behind the police officers. And those police officers who were, had just been screamed at went right into protection mode and protected all those people. Wow. So it's just very interesting to see. And I just watched video recently, you know, all this cries to defund police. A store owner came out with a, a chainsaw at a bunch of protesters who were trying to get violent. And he... he shoot him off with his chainsaw and right away the protesters started call, saying call 911 call 911 it's like <laughs> you, you remember what you were just saying but, but I'm, I've, I've never seen people be so ridiculous we're going to defund the police but now all cops are there it's amazing yeah yeah and it's really the the media is portraying it like this is just a common occurrence and you know where i think the problem is like with the, if you remember the michael brown incident um, the yeah. hands up, don't shoot, which which actually never took place. He never said those things. The Obama Justice Department came in and to Ferguson and investigated that whole situation. If there was any way that they could get at that police officer, they would have. I'm sure they were under orders to do a thorough, thorough investigation. And it was found that that police officer acted within his duties. Michael Brown was trying to kill him and take hit, take the officer's gun, which made him armed. So, but when you look at all the, the, the uh, protesters giving their list of people who have been wrongly killed by the police, Michael Brown is in that list. And that just yeah. simply I, is not reality. And I remember looking at all the facts of that. And you know what happens is a lot of people, if they don't like facts, they just dismiss them. First thing that got me that Michael Brown had broken into a shop and was robbing a, a woman, a black woman. And had she had a son that was nearby, he would have got shot right then because he had his hands on her from uh, what I was reading. So you're right, but everybody puts it all in the same basket, and uh, that's what's happened today. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, I, I really wish that I, I don't know how to handle this problem because there are so many people I would pull over, like the example I love to give, a uh, guy doing twice the speed limit, he's doing 15 and 25. It was nighttime, he had tinted windows, and he flew by me. I have no idea who was driving this car until I walk up to the car and he puts his tinted window down. Now I know it's a black male. Immediately, he starts yelling at me that I only stopped him because he's black. So I <laughs> start trying to explain myself, but I don't know how to get past that. Could he be trying to tr- talk himself out of a ticket? Or had he been raised his whole life to just think that all police are racist and that's the only reason they're going to stop you? Uh, I don't know. 
but how do you fix that? Well, I don't well the know, question is, you know, normally the question is, for how fast was he going? He was doing 50 and a 25. Right. And that's all that should matter. And that's all I cared about. That's it. You got to give him the ticket. <laughs> Listen, to him, I so was bad. immediately a racist. Yeah, well, 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 if he doesn't know, I could tell anybody. You give me a ticket if I was going too fast. <laughs> you might pay for it, but you don't oh, give me a ticket. I definitely give you a ticket. I still might. I'm retire- <laughs> I might come out of retirement just to write you one. <laughs> <laughs> well, all we can do, I, I thank you for um, uh, being on the program, and this won't be the last time. We live in some very difficult times, uh, but we have to uh, make sure that we think biblically through these things uh, and not be seduced by some of the lies that are told in, in this world. Um, and uh, it's amazing uh, how far people can go uh, and not realize one thing, that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So every person has racism, all the problems that can be had, any human beings as a whole have them. Uh, there's white racism, black racism. Uh, and so we, we, we just have to uh, come together as Christians and have a Christian position to deal with this. Thank you, uh, Chaplain. we got to go. All we got is seconds left. God bless you. We'll be talking to you again. All of you who have listened to this the program. Only, the only thing I say is, is turn off your social media, go out and love your neighbor. All right. That's right. I like that. Love your neighbor. That goes to the, the final words. <laughs> this is Pastor Mark Bible Talk. We'll see you all next time. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.